0: A divorce, we are not getting a divorce. We are not getting a divorce. Before... A divorce. Hello, welcome to I Love Sleep Star Ignition. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding <laughs> Welcome to Super Divorce Supercast I'm Nicholas Vlarz, a vocalist uh, I'm Rob Tallman What do you do? Uh, a guitar player, right? Guitarist mm. <laughs> And I'm Dale, I play bass Dale, a bassist yep. Dale is here for his first podcast Which also happens to be our second podcast Taking um, a me card right now. Yeah. Um and Bender had to step out. He had a uh an appointment uh to have his uh, um to have his uh cuticles widened. No, he was actually <laughs> going to <laughs> mom's birthday party. <laughs> so no would anybody get their cuticles widened? <laughs> <don't know> what does <laughs> that mean? <laughs> uh well, I know it was his mom's birthday on Thursday, he said, so yeah. happy birthday uh, to Karen, Karen Bender, um, and yeah. uh, hope you have a nice dinner this evening, which, yeah. Speaking be... of birthdays, birthday presents, what's a good birthday present? You could download this show onto your friend's iPod or his computer for free, and then just hand it to him and say hey there's a present for you on your on your phone and uh it'll be our podcast you he'll could, be very excited as long as he has itunes or <laughs> knows how to or if you know how to navigate to www dot <laughs> what is it super, super, divorce, Ca- me super divorce me dot com slash supercast me, me. <laughs> Do that, and you can download this episode and the one before it, since we only have two right now. Yeah. But in the future, you'll be able to do that and download future episodes. You can't get those yet. Because they, <laughs> they haven't been laid down, is the reason. Not uh, yet, yeah, we have to lay them down. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Well, uh, we played a real fun show last night. Uh, over at the Lebanon Legion, yeah, mm-hmm. had a real good time. Had some real good bands out there. Had some Abertooth Lincoln. Had <laughs> Kid Stardust. Had Colors in Mind. Had some readers. Yep, yeah, some readers. Douglas Warwick. Yeah, um, Doug. Thank you. Your reading was very uh, satisfactory, and uh, I really enjoyed your white jacket. <laughs> <laughs> it was a good-looking jacket. It, it was, was a great-looking jacket. I, I don't. I couldn't have pulled that jacket mm-hmm. off. There's you no could way. pull it off. You think?
1: Mm-hmm. No.
0: I think the the thing about pulling off clothes is you just have to do it. Yeah. Be just confident. Own just own it. No. Yeah. Own. Yeah. Own your style, baby. Yeah. <laughs> because if if Doug would have walked in, feeling hesitant about his white coat, mm-hmm. you would have been able to see it. You yeah. Would looking around. It. You're seeing the eyes darting back and forth right. across the room. Was <laughs> like, this the correct wardrobe choice? For <laughs> what do they the think TV? of my jacket? Yeah. yeah, are people staring at me? <clears throat> do they like it or do they think it's stupid? <laughs> I detected none of that. He nope. was fully confident. Yep. In it, and and then that made me want one. Right. That sells to you mm-hmm. on the white on the white leather jacket. Yeah. So, so there's that. But yeah, it was it was a fun night. Fun night. We had the NES hooked up. You had the projector going. I feel like you were back at the NES station, Bob, a good deal. Yeah, uh, I late. was. Uh, uh, I played a little Castlevania because I haven't played it since I beat it. Um, and then I had to tell everybody who walked up to watch me playing, to watch me play Castlevania, and I had to let them know that I had beaten it. Mm, yeah. To <laughs> get that point across. <laughs> Because I was I was playing like shit, let's yeah. be honest. Uh, you know, it was up on a projector, and I... You know, you don't have that killer instinct going where you're by yourself, and you get a little bit of sweat on the controller, and, you know, you've played the same part over and over again, and you, you have it just mastered to a T to get to the end boss. But um, I was just kind of casually fucking through the game and, you know... <laughs> didn't want my rep to be damaged by my shitty play. Um, so you definitely have to let people know you've beaten it, yeah. especially yeah. Every, every time you time die. Favorite. Absolutely. Yeah. Don't judge mm-hmm. me based on this one, <laughs> <laughs> this one occurrence. <laughs> Even though when I beat it, I probably died 580 times yeah. too. Well, that's NES games. Yeah. Yeah, you also debuted some new uh, ring attire your stage show yes yes uh i anticipated that uh i would have time to run to walmart real quick uh before our set started so i was um there was a time in the night where people may have been wondering where i was and i had uh hightailed it out to walmart to look for some uh, skivvies for some tight some tights some black <laughs> uh uh, bicycle shorts were what I was originally looking for, and what I ended up with were uh black uh compression shorts um, They were about nine bucks starter brand and uh I bought those i brought <laughs> I bought compression shorts two five hour energies, and a bottle of water at one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> at Walmart <laughs> and they had nobody working the registers. There the only the one register that was open had a light on and uh it had a little bell on the on the, you know, the conveyor belt. So I just walked up to it and I'm holding all this shit in my hands and I go ding. And then this uh, you know, younger girl walks over and <laughs> sees what I have in my hands and probably becomes slightly alarmed, Uh, but she rang me out. It went nice and smooth, Um, and yeah, I debuted those uh, compression shorts last night. I was going to roll with just some cut-off jean shorts, but I didn't think that they they were revealing enough, Mm -hmm. Um, especially compared to Nick's uh, uh, attire when we play the show. Yeah. I was shocked the first time I saw it, uh, but you know, that was only because I I didn't fit in with it, yeah. so I wanted to kind of match the, the psychosis. Well, I added uh, a few new items last night. Mm-hmm. I had the shooter sleeves, and then I also got some military gloves, <laughs> uh, so it could be more like Big Boss. So yeah, I'm so fun. you're a combination yeah. of CM Punk. Yeah, a little bit of Kevin Owens. Yeah, a little bit of Big M- Boss Man. Yeah, and a little bit of Allen Iverson. Yeah, a little bit of AI. Yeah, <laughs> getting it all going there. Yeah, yeah. So, from what I hear, uh, uh, Allen Iverson's a huge wrestling fan. Then he might approve of my. His favorite wrestler is Hornswoggle. I heard. Because they're about. <laughs> <laughs> What would you do if Alan Iverson's favorite wrestler was Hornswoggle? <laughs> what do you think his reasoning would be? I'd like to hear you make a case for having Hornswoggle be your favorite wrestler. Probably because Allen Iverson thinks that Hornswoggle is really funny. Yeah, I so think like, so too. Every time he comes on the screen, he just laughs and laughs. Mm-hmm. Possibly because they're closer to the same height. Uh, yeah. He likes yeah. the smaller guys. AI, yeah, digs the, the <clears throat> luchadors, and he likes the little bull guy and yeah, little Matadores. Torito. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What does that mean in Spanish? I don't know exactly. I would love to find out what El Torito means. Yeah, it's got to don't it, yeah. don't Google it. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. No so no, 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 I googling. no googling. So on this show. Yeah. It. What it?
1: What was it? El, El, El Torito. Torito. El
0: Torito. I think it's I think it's a small bull, because Toro.
1: Oh has... yeah,
0: the small bull yeah. or the baby bull. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because if your name's Chancho... If you're a little chancho, you'd be chanchito. Yeah. Uh, that makes so, sense. Torito. I think it's a, that's a cute thing they torito. do. Torito. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The little Ito. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. <laughs> what about Judge Ito? Ju- <laughs> Who's Judge Ito? <laughs> I think he was the guy who, uh, the judge in the OJ case. <laughs> <laughs> Is he just a little judge. A cute <laughs> little judge. <laughs> judge Ito. <laughs> <laughs> oh The glove didn't fit, oh <laughs> Jay <laughs> You think Jujito um. was paid off? You think that's why they got the not guilty verdict? Maybe he was just, he's too young to understand the trial. <laughs> shouldn't have had a little kid. Yeah, so he's not <laughs> a small adult judge. He's, no. a, he's, he's a little like a child. Little <laughs> he's a little child <laughs> a judge. Child judge. <laughs> the judge. glove Gito. didn't Gito. It, And that was it.
1: He saw the glove didn't fit. That <laughs> yeah. was enough. Yeah.
0: Those gloves don't fit on him. <laughs> <laughs> Case dismissed. (laughs) Case dismissed. Oh, (laughs) Judgy (laughs) Oh. Judgy provide presides over uh, all the super divorces out there, too, I've heard. Dale, what did did you have on to start the show? Wasn't it a onesie? Yeah, my my outfit progressively got less and less
1: (laughs) as the the show went on, but I started in a, a a tiger onesie is mm-hmm. uh, what I went with last night um, really for absolutely no reason other than I thought it would be funny and uh, it felt good it, I felt really really good playing music in that tiger onesie it was actually it's a tigger oh. onesie. It's, it's actually tigger to be specific uh, officially yeah, licensed it, it, when I originally bought it online it wasn't supposed to be tigger but when it showed up on my door <laughs> it was tigger so you know you gotta roll with the punches sometimes and uh, after about two songs, I, maybe three, maybe three songs, it was way too hot, and I just kind of kept stripping as the, as the uh, set went on.
0: you think the person in the factory that made the call to send you a tigger, you think it was just like, they don't no tiger, send tigger, <laughs> and then throw it in the, in the box and just say, fuck it, and send I, it to I, I Was it from you? China? It was from China, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's what I
1: figured. They uh I don't think they cared. Was, you know what? Yeah. This is a tiger seed of orange, some kind. It's, it's got stripes. Send it. <laughs>
0: mm. Maybe they didn't know at all. Maybe they thought that was the that was the right thing, you know. Because Tigger is a tiger. You know? <laughs> yeah. Tigger, let's be honest. He's just a shitty one. Shitty tiger. Shit tiger. But he's bouncy. Yeah, let's try <laughs> and do that. That's, we, uh, usually, usually, I say usually, we, uh, once before did an artist <laughs> <One> spotlight. <time. laughs> you will find that we usually, uh, spotlight an artist every week. And we're going to do that right now. And we're going to talk about, uh, train. <laughs> <laughs>
1: so, um, I don't know if, if the listeners
0: are familiar with train, but, um, uh, mm-hmm. When you think of uh, Train, <laughs> Dale, what's the first Train song that comes to mind?
1: Uh, well, not only the first song, but the, ver- the line that always sticks out is, um, From My Left Side Brain from yeah. the Soul Sister song. Mm-hmm. Um, never understood what that line actually from my left <laughs> side brain <laughs> It's a weird way of
0: so Soul wording. Sister is the song you... Is heard. that the name of that? I don't know if that's yeah, the actual song. Is. Is that the, a, yeah, so. yeah, that's the
1: first song I think of. Oh, I guess that's more recent Train song. See, me, is,
0: me with Train is Drops of Jupiter. That's what I was yeah. going to say. Yeah. <laughs> so. Though Soul Sister is my favorite Train song. <laughs> <laughs> when that song came out I I actually enjoyed it quite okay, a bit. Okay. Okay. I think it's that's a fun Hey so Sister dance-y song. It's a feel good song. Any anything with a little ukulele in it, it's not yeah. it's not a bad thing. But I hate uh Train overall as yeah. a band. I'm not a I'm not a Train fan, <laughs> No. But I like Is that, that why song. you wanted to spotlight them. <laughs> I they're just the first band that came to mind really when I was saying we're gonna spotlight train okay you know, it was just kind of what happened so <laughs> yeah you were thinking train of thought yeah but you just shortened it mm-hmm. to train yeah i don't like train uh i i when drops of jupiter came out i think i was in like fifth grade mm-hmm. um and I don't remember hating it at that time, uh, <laughs> but I don't remember particularly enjoying it either. Mm-hmm. Um, I was more into uh, Will Smith, yeah. uh, mm-hmm. Big Willie style, and uh, the follow-up, Willennium. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> <You're> great albums. <laughs> great albums. <laughs> Loved Willennium, that was my favorite. I, I feel like more people like the liked Big Willie style though. I think mm. Willennium was sort of uh, on the decline. Yeah, I think it was kind of a flop. Yeah. I would call it a flop. You would call Willennium a flop? I would. <laughs> what what songs were off all... Willennium? What what were the good ones? <laughs> <laughs> Just a really, <good, laughs> really good song. There was probably a song Super called Willennium, wasn't there? Yeah. Yeah, okay. there was a title track, Willenium. That was probably supposed to be the big single and it didn't work out. No, mm-hmm. yeah. When I think about it, Willenium uh it wasn't. It probably wasn't that good. Yeah, <laughs> but uh well, how do you I follow up like the Wild Wild West song? Get <laughs> jiggy with it. <laughs> was that on the previous album? No, Get Jiggy With It was the big one on Big Willie style, mm-hmm. I think. And Miami. then Miami. That's another one. Too. Miami was on that one and then I think Wild Wild West was in between Big Willie style and Will ennium Was that only a soundtrack song? Yeah, it was a soundtrack okay. song and then and then Will Ennium came out. Yeah. I remember liking the Wild Wild <coughs> West song too. I did too. <laughs> I remember loving the Wild Wild West movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember going to Burger King and uh, with your kids meal, you'd get a pair of Wild Wild West sunglasses. <laughs> I don't know if you remember those, but they had the Will Smith pair. I do not. And they had the pair for the other guy. What's his name? Played by uh, Chris Klein? Chris Klein. That's that that, same, right? yeah. He looks kind of like Kevin Spacey. Sort of like Kevin, yeah, knockoff Kevin Spacey. Except Chris Klein does, I mean, he ha, he's good in his own merits. Yeah. I don't want to cheapen his accomplishments no. in acting. But I feel like he could form a, a weird stable. <laughs> with, it'd be like Chris Klein, <laughs> Kevin Spacey, and uh, Bill Pullman. Yeah. <laughs> Bill Pullman obviously being the odd man out. Yeah. <laughs> because I don't think he's like done anything since Independence Day. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know he's still around. He's in, I'm sure he's in a lot of, like, made-for-TV movies and stuff. He was in the Casper film. Oh, Bill. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Man, that line he delivers, or that speech he delivers in Independence Day still gets me. Mm -hmm. Maybe he will run for president sometime. (laughs) 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 And when the aliens actually do attack. he doesn't actually know how to fly a fighter jet <laughs> yeah. in real life because he's just Bill Pullman. <laughs> he's not that character from People Independence Day. People are surprised <laughs> when they find out it's not really the, the president from Independence <laughs> Day. We need to elect that guy. He's a tough leader. Yeah. Um. You know, when you're willing to get into a plane and fire missiles at aliens... <laughs> Real quick, I wanted to go back to Train before we move on from Artist's <laughs> We spotlight. lost our train of thought. We did. Yeah, we did. So I'm going to wrap it up by saying that I still, to this day, when I hear drops of Jupiter, mm-hmm. this, from my immature mind, when that song came out, yeah, that always made me think of, like, <laughs> like someone getting a load like splattered in their hair. <laughs> it was like drops of Jupiter, like in the hair, Kind of like sprayed a little bit too far. I don't know why. I mean, I've, it's not even a euphemism no. for sex, or it never has been it is until now. now. It yeah. is now. But you got some drops of Jupiter in your hair there, honey. You may need to hop in the shower. And if anybody's ever had any drops of Jupiter in their hair, it's very difficult to get out. Mm. So. You might be in there a while. Um, I remember that song. What is, Doesn't he say something about um, heaven is overrated? Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. That used to offend me. <laughs> <laughs> when I believed in God and Jesus and the devil and stuff, I was like, who's this guy I think he is <laughs> saying heaven's overrated? Come on. How do you know, you fucker? You know Well, I don't know in the context of the song if he's actually making that proclamation or if it's just something that maybe the girl is thinking
1: in well, the song. He
0: should have been clearer about that. Well is my opinion. I'm sorry that he offended you <laughs> when you were in fifth grade. I still like the song. I thought it was, you know well, I I said I didn't particularly like it, but when it came on at the pool when mm-hmm. I was swimming I, you know, I kind of hum along to it, you know. Mm-hmm. I much preferred... Uh, As the water splashed. Yeah. I always, I, man, I heard Crush by Dave Matthews Band yeah. more than any other song in fifth grade when I was at the pool. That song played every fucking day. My fifth grade pool song ha- would have to be uh, Freshman by the Verve Pipe. Oh, yeah, yeah. I remember hearing that at the pool all the time. yeah won't be held responsible.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. Uh, one last one I want to mention is uh, um, that song. And the bottom drops out. How does, how does that song go? I've seen better days. <laughs> I've been star of many plays. I've seen better days. Ooh, and the bottom drops out. I don't know who sings that or who performs it. I've looked it up a few times because I've pitched it as a cover song that we should do, but mm-hmm. it always gets shot down. <laughs> I'm like, hey, we should do "I've Seen Better Days," and everybody's like, "You said that last time we were trying to think of covers." Stop bringing it up. It's not the worst not... <laughs> idea I've ever heard, though. <laughs> I'd like to thank Train for being our on our artist spotlight this week. <laughs> congratulations to the train boys for give them a shout out help them out 10 years of service 10 years that's (laughs) it they've been around since like the early 90s i think (laughs) i will say uh the guy from train did earn some street cred with me i saw an interview with him and he told the guy interviewing him that he was pissed that uh I don't know if you guys know much about Four Year Strong. They're, they did a cover album, and yeah. it's all 90s. I songs. love it. It's great. And uh, they didn't do a Train song, though. And mm. the guy from Train was butthurt about it. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> yeah. It's
1: like, what? I'm, I'm pissed.
0: We had so many hits in the 90s, and Four Year Strong doesn't cover a Train song. They What's weren't up with you guys? fans of Train, man. I guess. I guess, <laughs> Shut I guess up they were. That was a great uh, album, though. Oh, man. Awesome. Yeah. If. Even if you don't like Four Year Strong's original music, um, if you're a big 90s nostalgia person, um, pick up uh, or at least sample it on Spotify. Uh, uh, Four Year Strong Explains It All. Yeah. It's a really good cover album. Mm mm-hmm. um, i'm trying to think of a couple of the other songs in there they did uh okay. they definitely
1: did in bloom by nirvana yeah i, I love that and uh oh man that's was one the of smashing pumpkin song was on
0: there yeah um, they did bullet with Bl- butterfly wings yeah so good
1: mm-hmm. just yeah. Still just the yeah wow that's yeah.
0: i want to listen to that album now i didn't yeah The rest of the podcast will be us listening to 40 Strong's (laughs) uh, cover album, Explains It All. Mm -hmm. Um, Looks like we're having a little trouble with our Wi-Fi here, our connection. Um, What we're trying to get to is our our Facebook trending topics, I believe. That's that's right, that's what we're trying to do here. (laughs) So I I went to check on the internet, and it seems to be working, so I don't know... I don't know what the problem is. Yeah. I I don't know if I can get the trending topics on my phone. Do they show you the trending topics on here? Maybe we can, uh. That feature should be available on uh, mobile. I don't know why it wouldn't be. Yeah. Maybe we should get in touch with Facebook about that and tell them to fuck off. <laughs> uh. Write a letter. Yeah. We need the Facebook trending topics and we need them now. Um <clears throat> this downtime is unacceptable. <laughs> <laughs> Can't do this. More prepared,
1: much more prepared.
0: Well I don't think any of us anticipated that uh the internet wasn't gonna work. Wait, um, here it is. Trending. Okay. Trending, I've got it. <laughs> okay. So All welcome right. to uh Super Divorces Trending Topics. We are the TT boys. We are the <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> This will be Dale's first time being a TT boy. <laughs> this is it. <laughs> you are now officially inducted into the TT Boy Club. Yeah, the, the Trending Topic Boys, or <laughs> shortened the TT Boys. We're here with your Trending Topics this Saturday evening. You know, before we get into it, I found out last night from a good friend of ours that uh, TT Boy is alive and well. <laughs> This day, uh, Andrew let Ooh. me know that he looked it up after okay. our last show, and TT uh, Boy actually won some sort of adult film award back in 2009 for a performance. Oh. so oh, okay. that's awesome! He's been active uh, at least, you know, in the past what six years now. Yeah, yeah. So I'm guessing he's still going. Yeah, I, don't know. I didn't uh, didn't find out that much, sure. but he's alive. Very least. If TT Boy gets wind of this, uh, we're very proud that you're not dead and we're glad that you're still making movies. And we like so, to have you on the show sometimes. Yeah, so. uh, guess judge. I'd love to interview you, TT um, Boy. <laughs> and maybe he could join us when we do the TT Boys segment <coughs> and read off some of the trending topics. <laughs> <laughs> so, TT, if you hear this, we'd love to have you join our TT Boys. <laughs> And uh, (laughs) let our listeners know what the trending topics of the night are. Yeah. So let's let's jump into it here. We're gonna start. um, So uh, this one is not funny at all. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. I figured this one. Just going from the top. So switch switch gears. Switch gears. uh, Paris. Three teams of attackers carried out acts that left at least 129 dead at the uh Eagles of Death Metal show last evening, which is uh yeah. I don't even really know what to say about that one. Mm-hmm. But uh It's horrible. You yeah. think you're gonna go see a, an awesome show and yeah. something like that. That's it's despicable, it really is. Yeah. I I was I went over it in my head thinking about how I should feel or what kind of opinions I should have or something, but really I just feel shitty yeah. in general. There's no real reaction to have other than to feel upset, um, especially being musicians ourselves and just imagining, you know, people who are in a a state of happiness, you know, going to see a band that they paid money to see and. Probably with their friends and loved ones, or you know, just out, you know, for the night to see a cool show. They have nothing to do with whatever your agenda is that you want to do this for, and you're gonna, you're gonna, kill them. I just, I can't imagine how that furthers anybody's agenda. You know. Well, and then you you get them coming out, you know, today where it's you've got these sort of uh messages being sent and leaders of fucking this bullshit group saying you know this is just the beginning Can Mm -hmm. I get ready for the storm and you just want to kind of be like fuck you pal you know that's yeah Yeah. you know there's uh to me there's no place for that in uh in this world and if that's how you have to make your point then, uh, I think it kind of shows everyone how bullshit whatever you're trying to say is. Yeah. If you, if that's the only way that you can get your point across, uh, yeah. Is to kill innocent people who have nothing to do with you, have never given one thought to you, you know, not to mention how... France houses such a large amount of refugees from these assholes, you know, people who are running from this kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, um, it's hard to, you know, I'd imagine this is probably the same kind of just, um, you know, I don't know, the same sense where you just don't know what to do that you would have felt during the Cold War, where you're just thinking, you know, things could end at any moment, and there's nothing I can do about it. Well, we've, got, we've got the religious assholes like these guys, mm-hmm. and then you also have to worry being out at the movies if some fucking nut job is yeah. going to walk in and just open fire on people for no fucking reason. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it, it's, it's crazy, yep. the shit you have to worry about. So really the only thing you can do is kind of reconcile... The fact that you're alive, you at least get that much right now, yeah. and you kind of have to put that shit out of your mind and hope that it doesn't happen. Yeah, because you'd you'd be doing yourself and others a disservice if you sat around worrying about it all the time. But you do want to give reverence to the people who who uh, you know paid the ultimate price just for going out to see a fucking band play i, I never thought I, I don't think anybody ever thought it would be at a at a concert like that you know no not i think, eagles of death metal show uh, i like, mean the bar- yeah the, the, in the eagles of death metal their name is ironic I yeah mean, they're not a death metal band yeah <laughs> they're sort of a you know you know they're not inciting any kind of violence they're not you know preaching against islam or anything or calling anybody out you know they they i'm sure it had nothing to do with them specifically they just wanted to hit a populated area but come on man i mean i i just nothing is off limits i guess now you know because it used to be you know we've People fought wars and they were both in uniforms and they could tell who the bad guys were. But now anybody can just walk in with a fucking bomb strapped to their chest or pull out a gun and start murdering people. So, yeah, you know, send your thoughts to those over in Paris. And I read about another attack in Kenya and I don't want to shortchange them because I think the death toll was around the same level right um at a university in kenya and it's just it's the same kind of shit you know it was like habab or something that carried it out and they you know people just trying to go to a fucking school and get an education and better themselves you know it's not a fucking military base it's not a place where weapons are being made it's a fucking school yeah what why why That's all I have to say. Well, to me, there's not really anything impressive about walking in and opening fire on people who are not expecting anything, who don't know that that you're at war with them. Yeah. You know, like, what? It's fucking cowardice. Yeah, that was my first thought, was fucking cowards, why? And then I have no other real feelings other than just sadness about, you know, imagine somebody you know, you know, in that situation, nobody wants to do that, but it it really puts it in perspective if you kind of try to apply it to your own life and then think about what those people are going through. So, you know, I myself I'd like to look into seeing how to possibly you know, I'm not really financially uh <laughs> um you know, able to do much but uh you know anything helps you know yeah. if you send a nice send a haiku or something whatever you're good at you know but i've seen a lot of people writing music and performing songs of peace you know a lot of imagined by john lennon going around which i think is appropriate cuz you know we got to start figuring out that we're all just human beings walking around that's it you know yeah without take- strip away all the ideologies and the religions and the nations and all the the past transgressions and all that stuff and just look at your own life look at what's happening now just let go of all that shit man you know yeah. fuck it i don't know fuck it well we've got fuck that shit fuck them <laughs> We've yeah. got, like, four... The top four are all about that, and <laughs> I don't want to bum everyone out yeah. the whole time, so... But, uh, yeah, yeah I'm, I'm glad we at least said something about it, because, Yeah, it's worth know, bringing up, obviously. We live in the world, too, even though we're happy-go-lucky dudes who read comics and play video games, we are well aware that this world is a very ugly place sometimes, and, you know... And, again, when you're doing... When you are engaged in the sort of activity that another group of people are engaged in that then experience that kind of horror, you know. Mm -hmm. It's like last night we were playing a show, and then you hear about this other show that was just going on somewhere else with more people, and it's like, you know, in the scheme of the world, that band is not, like, a very well-known group. No, it's It's not not like like, it happened at a Foo Fighters show or something. Yeah, or, you know, at a... Paul McCartney concert or something. It was like, here's a relatively unknown band in the grand scheme of the world from the U.S. playing a show in Paris, and that's what happens, you know, so. How can you you predict that? Yeah. It's just, how can you mentally, even, a how can you picture that in your head, that that's a place that they would do this, you know, it's. Yeah. Well, just fuck off. I, I hope they, you know, I, it's the problem is you can't bring all of them to justice because they're just dudes in street clothes you know you yeah. can't tell who these people are and that's yeah. what's scary about it you know and that that's what creates the xenophobia and stuff because you're like well you know if these guys do it it's a, you know but it's such a small percentage of that yeah that specific religion you know and but it's, really all you can hope for is that they do indeed fuck off yeah, yeah, point, I want know, just like Yeah, if like I had they, my wish I would just have those people fuck off. Those particular ones that are killing people for you no just reason. Hope you know? that whatever plans they're trying to get in place continue being thwarted to the point yeah. where you, we go forever without something like yeah. that happening again. But Yeah. That's really all you can you can hope for. So that's I think that's that. Yeah. Um Sorry guys. Oh, no, it's okay. Why don't we check this one out? Uh, baby monitor is the title. <laughs> okay. Video captured by a device shows toddler singing song from Star Wars. Why is that trending? I I don't know. Is it really a baby? Like if it's if it's a two <laughs> month old, that would be yes, impressive. That would be yeah. That would be very. Impressive. But if it's like. A kid Lazarus's size, I mean, he does that shit all the yeah. time. Uh, is he still considered a toddler? Is he, how, how what's the cutoff for toddling? Oh, Okay, yeah, so it know, says, tod- the video shows toddler singing songs. Yeah, I think he's he's still a toddler. Okay. I think three is toddler age. He's, yeah. He still kind of toddles. <laughs> For those of you who are unaware, Nick has a small son named Lazarus, who evidently still toddles. So (laughs) He's not a full time toddler, but he does toddle from time to time. He has some Mm -hmm. toddling characteristics that are left over. Yeah.
1: Sometimes I have conversations with Lazarus. I feel like I'm talking to somebody who's like 15 16 years (laughs) old (laughs) yeah (laughs) he
0: he does a good job yeah he does Mm -hmm. but seeing this makes me wonder if i'm if i'm kind of sitting on a gold mine yeah yeah (laughs) or if everyone is if you've got a toddler and you can just kind of get them to sing the star wars theme (laughs) you can trend on facebook yeah and then your video will get millions of views and uh you can probably get some sort of kickback from YouTube <laughs> I think if it reaches a certain number yeah. of views yeah. yeah well we don't know the age of the child uh, we don't know as far as I know most of the songs from Star Wars are uh, orchestral mm-hmm. uh, compositions uh, John Williams yeah so he must be s- kind of either humming or singing the melodies my guess is actually the lyrics. I think yeah, the video yeah. is probably like a bullshit video. Yeah, like something that people shouldn't be very excited about, but they yeah. are for whatever reason. I'm I'm in the I'm honestly in the same boat as you. I think it. Uh... Whoa! Uh oh! <laughs> that scared the hell out of me. <laughs> I watched it fall, so it didn't scare me, but it startled the cat. Mm-hmm. I have. uh Ninja Turtles basketball hoop on the back of my door in the office here. And uh, connected to the net is a small disco ball. And it just uh, fell from the top of the door down to the ground. That's the. Sprainerd's checking it out to make sure it's not alive and gonna hurt him. Sprainerd is my cat. One of them. Sprainerd. Sprainard Kruger. Okay, so the baby monitor thing is probably probably dumb who gives i this mean. shit fuck off <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah okay single parent 21 okay. year old father details raising 10 month old daughter in facebook post I, I, Okay. i, I, I who cares <laughs> i mean why is this stuff trending that sounds like something i've heard, i've seen before in my own life like <laughs> Man, my daughter throws up a lot, or shits in her diaper. Yeah. Probably somebody who I've unfollowed or unfriended to. (laughs) Yeah. um, It's it's not as if I hate children, I just uh, don't care. Yeah, that's one of Uh, those things, if I
1: see it on my news feed, I might go uh, unfollow a person for posting
0: things I don't care about. Or at least hide the post, so you don't have to see it when you're scrolling through later. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) No, <laughs> I those, don't think we gave a shit about that. <laughs> those trends, fucking, those trends sucked. Uh, you know the Paris thing and the Kenya thing are are tragic. So, TT boys, uh, that was a wash. Yeah, you know, that, was that was not a, not a good <laughs> one.
1: That was my first experience, and I I don't feel much right now. Yeah. I don't feel yeah. very last satisfied. Week was, I was that. really excited
0: about the prospects of doing that you know yeah. every, every time but tt I, you know. boys was a hit last week <laughs> with all well the thing is tt boys is all it's going to depend on the content that the right. users yeah. of facebook give to us yeah if they yeah if people get murdered every week i mean man tt boys is going to get depressing real yeah, quick. yeah. so we need to we need isis and habob to just fuck the fuck off and die just eat shit and die forever (laughs) from a disease i was gonna say tuberculosis (laughs) what's a painful disease ebola probably very painful yeah Uh, rectal cancer um Mm -hmm. of the mouth Mm -hmm. so you (laughs) you just uh remove the rectum the cancerous rectum (laughs) And uh, so sew it into. I was gonna it, say staple. Staple it to the healthy mouth. Not so even with like the... a, a medical stapler. I'm just thinking like a swing line. <laughs> <laughs> just staple a yeah. few just to get the rectum on there. Yeah, and make sure that that cancer, you know, spreads quickly. Could very... <laughs> <laughs> be like a supercharged rectal cancer that you. Uh, attached to the mouth of the terrorists. Yeah, and just, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Yeah, that'd that'd be some real terrorism. Yeah. Well, well, I had kind of this, you know, to find possibly a little of humor in that, I I had this moment where I was thinking, this is horrible, they're killing civilians. The the civilians are not military. This isn't a war... Oh, it's terrorism. Like, it, it just hit me, that's what terrorism is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> It's killing people who have nothing to do with you or any kind of war at uh-huh. all. And it's just, I was like, oh, shit, that's what that is. That's that's terrorizing, you know? Let's think about it. It's Triple H and WCW. Yep. Terrorizing. Terrorizing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Well, thanks for listening to TT Boys. Yeah. Give it a shot next week. It'll be better. Yeah. (laughs) As long as Habab fucks off and ISIS too, they can all. They can lick my sack. And while they're at it, you know, I don't know how many Islamic listeners we have, but, uh, you know, you're fine as long as you're not radical. Uh, But, uh, um, radical Islamists extremists can lick my balls because they've been causing a ruckus and it's starting to piss me off. (laughs) Uh. (laughs) I was was just going to straight up say Muhammad can lick my balls, but I don't want to do that. You You just did. Well, (laughs) I'm an atheist. I don't, I'm an equal opportunity uh, religion ass kicker, religion ass kicker <laughs> yeah. so fuck it yeah. Muhammad can lick my balls well, <laughs> the prophet Muhammad can suck my cock <laughs> fuck you Muhammad you fucking child molesting piece of shit <laughs> you fucking asshole cunt cocksucker <laughs> Jesus you too <laughs> while we're at it <laughs> while we're at it <laughs> <laughs> just get it going. <laughs> just, get it, just really driving <laughs> down the, the line. Drive to the point home. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, <laughs> speaking of... Uh... Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> we just lost so many listeners. Yeah. I bet people would got fired up during the Muhammad part, and then yeah. when I lumped Jesus in there, they were yeah. all like, whoa! <laughs> whoa, whoa. Turn, whoa, turn this off. Yeah. <laughs> turn this off. <laughs> Too far. <laughs> Too far, man. Uh, How about super-divorce-don't-know-shit? Oh, man, that okay. uh, that's welcoming. Okay. Alright. Our topic this week is going to be invertebrates <laughs> super divorce don't know shit about invertebrates Inver- Invertebrates. Yeah. no
1: no we don't
0: we don't but for now <laughs> we're gonna talk we're about gonna it. act like we do <laughs> yes so you know the the thing that I remember most about invertebrates uh, from school was sort of the way that they were discovered, and the very strange story behind it. Mm-hmm. And uh, I think that uh, that story, uh, being what it is, is just one of the most compelling things that I've ever heard in my life. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I think that uh, obviously you know what I'm talking about, so... I absolutely do. Yeah. And I'm, I'm jonesing to hear you regale us. Yeah. Um, well, you know, the the doctor, of course, who discovered the invertebrates, uh, Mm -hmm. being as old as he was at the time. It was very strange back then for a man to live, uh, to the age of 300. And so when he actually stumbled upon a brand new species, um, of, uh, not vertebrate, but invertebrate, um, it was, uh, it was a shocker to say the least. Yeah. And, uh, I remember... The, my teacher in school we actually had a a festival um to celebrate this man's accomplishments his discovery and his discovery. Yep. And uh, you know, we had cakes and um and uh pastries and You know, the whole, the whole deal. Sweet rolls were what I remember most from those festivals, because we had it at my school, too. Well, did they, Uh, did they bake the sweet rolls in the shape of invertebrates? Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Um, Worms, planarian worms, worms, uh, Mm -hmm. you got, um, you have, uh, uh, um, you have octopus, octopi. Mm Mm-hmm. That's an invertebrate. Well, he was jellyfish. Uh, I don't sweet roll. Yeah, maybe if, if the <laughs> listeners aren't familiar, you know, when he was out on his excursion, as he had done many before, uh, he studied vertebrates. Well, you can fit a lot of excursions into three hundred years. Yeah, or so. yeah. And it, it, from what I understand, he started at age five. Yeah, ex- he did his excursions. And he always took a bag of sweet rolls with him on his excursions. And Mm -hmm. uh, on this last excursion, the final one before he passed away at the age of 301, uh, he had enough time to chronicle this last excursion where he uh, discovered invertebrates. He was going to enjoy one of his sweet rolls, and when he took it out of his satchel, it fell down into the pile of leaves. And he reached down... And he saw what he thought was his sweet roll, but it was actually an invertebrate. And he picked it up and took a bite out of it. Took a bite of the invertebrate. And then he was so surprised that there was this organism in his hand uh, that was not a vertebrate. (laughs) (laughs) And so he wrote his book, and now, of course, we celebrate his life and his achievements. Right. Every November 17th, which I believe is coming up. Yeah, it is. Yeah. So, do you have a favorite, uh, invertebrate? <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> my, f- uh, well, you know, I, I really admire, uh, snails mm-hmm. a lot, um, because I think they're very industrious, um, uh, you know, snail, uh, outgrows its shell and, uh, picks up new shell, so... Mm-hmm. Well, they're also a lot like slugs. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, a slugs just a lazy snail. Yeah, the it welfare go, go snail. Go and find its own, yeah. own shell. Right? There. Yeah, it just fucks off without a shell. Yeah, and uh, in a way, that's admirable too because that shell can be a uh, can be kind of a uh, a suit of armor to the to. Uh, isolate the snail from its surroundings, you know, it can hide in there and, uh, refuse to be social with other snails Mm -hmm. and, uh, not perpetuate its own species. Yeah. Um, perhaps a snail is just a shy slug. (laughs) Perhaps.
1: Yeah. Or he just, the, the, the shell actually just looks cool. Maybe he knows, maybe he's a, you know,
0: fashion forward kind of guy. Perhaps two slugs who come upon a shell duke it out over mm-hmm. the shell and the one who's victorious gets the shell and the other one kind of slinks <laughs> off in defeat. Well you know what the shells are and the reason it's it's very coincidental um, with this story that we're talking about here but uh, the snail shell is actually uh, a, a discarded uh, forgotten and uh left out to dry and shriveled sweet roll that uh sort of shrinks down in size and becomes hard after it's left out in the elements for too long. Right. And the and the slug comes along and hollows the sweet roll out. Yeah. Cuz it likes it, you know, enjoys even though it's a little hard and stale, yeah, it's kind of crunchy. It'll still eat through that and absorb kind of the glucose contents of um of the uh, the food that was left behind there, and, and then once the the uh, once the snail gets inside of the shell, um, that's when its body releases the hardening agent that kind of makes the shell what a shell is. If you right. touch it, you know, and it's very tough to find the uh, the sweet roll pre um, pre hollow before right. you, before the snail gets in there. Yeah, you never see those. That's because they're when they are left out in the cold, they uh, they actually are uh, uh, very good at kind of sliding into the dirt, and so they're they're never seen just you know lying on the ground. You always have to dig for right. them a little bit, which the snails do. Yeah, uh, they're very good at digging. And we underestimate the population of <clears throat> snails and slugs. I mean, there's yeah. literally mm-hmm. you're never more than four and a half inches away from a slug, I believe. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, as soon as those sweet rolls hit the ground, I mean, you have swarms of you know, just slugs everywhere. Yeah. And it's quite a sight to behold. If you ever um have a chance to uh watch Planet Earth, I believe there's a at least a three and a half hour long segment on snails and slugs and their life cycles. Um it was only recently that they captured this phenomenon to film, but uh, you know, with modern technology being what it is, and um, you know, cameras and everything that they can set up in the trees and even underground, sometimes you know. they've actually been able to um, you know capture a snails' life from start to finish and, and it's uh, fascinating and show them actually happening upon the sweet rolls, right? And I would, you know, I would really like to taste one of those. But I don't think that I'll ever find one because they're just extremely rare. I think the only one that exists un, that's, that was never penetrated by a snail uh, is in the Smithsonian currently. Mm-hmm. Yeah, It's vine glass and they won't, you know, there's people who've petitioned to at least elect a person to let eat it. You know, yeah. just say this guy gets to try it, uh, at least a nibble. And see what it tastes like, because so many people are curious. There's actually, uh, I know there's cultists that dedicate their lives to the worship of this um, unhollowed out sweet roll. Um, And they vow to one day, you know, uh, release the sweet roll from its glass jail cell. Yeah. And, uh, you know, all enjoy it at once. Well, I, I tried eating just a regular snail shell one time and, um, it doesn't work because, uh, it's, like I said, it's got that hardening agent that Mm -hmm. the snail's released. Uh, also when the snail hollows it out, it absorbs first all the flavor. Right. So it's, it's no no good. good. Yeah. It's just, it tastes like a rock and, uh, it really hurts your teeth. I actually chipped several of my teeth when I was trying to enjoy it and, uh, I thought maybe if I continued chewing the a point it would taste kind of like a sweet roll. Sort and of reconstitute it. And it yeah. yeah. So I ended up uh, having a very hard time for about the next week and um, Yeah. I, I know Entimans. do that. Is trying to been make has trying to has been trying to make a synthetic version of the, the sweet roll. Yeah. But uh, unsuccessfully. It doesn't it doesn't work. No you can't, do it. you can't manufacture that. No. No. You have to drop the sweet roll. Well this that specific man had to drop these sweet rolls on the ground. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So um everyone just uh remember on the seventeenth to observe uh invertebrates day and um, bake yourself a few sweet rolls yeah. and make sure to also leave one outside so that you can help the process along and mm-hmm. give a snail a home. Yep, give a snail a nice home. Make sure you keep the squirrels away from the sweet roll as it uh, makes its change into the dried uh, version that the snails know and love. Yeah. So. so. <laughs> Did you have anything you want to add about invertebrates before we move on? Uh, well, it's it's interesting. I was gonna
1: say snail as well as my favorite. Mm-hmm. Um, my all my friends call me snail. Actually, oh. my my close friends call me snail. It has nothing to do with the actual animal, but I've got like painfully bad ADD, and mm-hmm. uh, whenever I need to go anywhere, I'm I'm never in a real hurry. You know, like mm-hmm. I get there whenever I fucking get there. Yeah, and it I'm, I'm just never <laughs> never on time. And um, my friends, my name is Dale, and just you know, kind of just. Dale, Dale, you Dale are you're, you're being, being a snail, or snail or, yeah. yeah, and it's kind of stuck. And my uh, <coughs> my girlfriend also she catches me in the act of snailing, is mm. what she calls it. She she <laughs> can see me <laughs> trying to get ready to go, and then I get distracted, and I and I I snail. Mm. <laughs> it's mm. uh, it's real it's a yeah. real thing. It happens every day in mm-hmm. my life. Maybe
0: we should get you. Um, a sweet roll backpack. <laughs> yeah, I need it. I was gonna say. it might it might help me. I could keep yeah.
1: everything I need if I need to be on the go. Yeah, just grab my
0: my. And it would be pack. ironic if you the more outwardly in appearance you look like a snail, the faster <laughs> you actually become as a person. Right. Yeah, uh, it would be ironic because we talk. Yeah. Well, I I feel like snails begin their life cycle a lot. They're a lot quicker. And then when they arrive at the sweet roll and consume it, it, um, it induces uh, a lethargy <laughs> in them and yeah. kind of slows them down. Well, that's so. what you said. When, when the sweet roll is uh, up for grabs, mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's all out trench warfare. Absolutely. Because these snails are just zooming towards it. Right. And, uh, There's really nothing like it. When yeah, finally see it. I can't stress that enough. Yeah, check out the, the Planet uh, <coughs> the planet series. Yeah. What was it called? Uh, Planet Earth. Okay. Uh, and it has a segment on snails. Three three hours and 26 minutes, and it's all narrated by Sigourney Weaver. Uh-huh. She does a great job. And that was uh, first on. Was it on Fox? Or was it uh, ABC? I, I think yeah. Planet Earth aired on TBS Superstation in the mid 90s? Yeah and they really had just gotten the the newer cameras and right Ted um, Turner funded all that i mean the you know they wouldn't have they wouldn't have been able to take on that project without him so yeah. and they thank Ted Turner for you know one of the player. best parts of that series is a little off topic but i i love um when it sh- when it shows uh the the morning when they're they're starting filming for the day. Do you, mm-hmm. do you remember this? I do. And it shows, uh, <laughs> it shows a lot of the shots are done uh, from a moving vehicle. So they have to get up and go right when the sun's coming up. Mm-hmm. They, uh, and there's no time to really prepare breakfast. None. So they start driving in one truck um, with a, a kind of flatbed, like a big pickup truck, but it's it's armored and secured yeah. so they can the camera people can sit there and the crew can uh, get all these great shots of nature around them as they mm-hmm. zoom down the road. I mean, all these shots, these, these cars are going uh, 100, 150 miles an hour. Um, Depending on wind uh, resistance and traffic conditions. Yes. Yeah. and uh, so, of course, they're hungry when they start. The coolest thing is, uh, and they got this shot to, to show you how it's done from a chopper up above. Mm-hmm. You've got the the crew in one truck driving down these these dirt roads and then there's another truck that's driving just as fast right next to them uh with a full uh kitchen uh make line um also in a flatbed scenario <laughs> and uh and so they're uh you know they're going down the road at you know 100 150 miles an hour and the, uh, the chefs are just back there right across from the crew, um, preparing breakfast. And, uh, they'll just, uh, you know, pass a plate of breakfast over to, uh, each member of the crew. That's the uh, safe way. And then they, <coughs> they actually have a guy down at the end of the conveyor belt who has, um... I wouldn't call it a cannon per se, but it's it is you know it is very akin to a cannon. But you can fit a plate full of food into it, mm-hmm. and you press a button and it fires the food across the road into the other vehicle, mm-hmm. and it and it always lands perfectly. You think yeah. how how could that be possible? You think uh, the food would have to be in some kind of container, but no. picture a piece of nice. Uh, flatware, or, you know, well, some flatware and a nice piece of china that maybe, uh, you know, is very similar to something that your mom or your grandma would have had when you were growing up. And it's just a plate full of mashed potatoes and gravy and uh, perhaps some uh, some chicken breast mm-hmm. and uh, some peas. Yeah. And it flies across to the other vehicle, lands perfectly on the other side, and um, in uh, these little tubs that are filled with, um, they're filled with a kind of padding. When they land, they don't move; they kind of stick. Right. Um, and then the person in the truck who's filming can just reach down, and pull this plate up and set it on his or her lap, and just kind of start, you know, eating. Yeah. Because they didn't have time to eat breakfast before they left. And they did. They did a good job covering it up, but if you turn the volume up really loud when you're watching this, you can, a lot of times over the nature shots, hear people chewing food, and it's right. because they were they were eating on the go so often that uh, most of the time they were filming, they were eating it. So yeah. you can't and, drown that out completely. Like I said, they did a good job uh, making the nature sounds louder and the chewing softer, but they couldn't get rid of it completely. So, right. Um, what surprises me is how they allowed Sigourney Weaver herself to eat while she was narrating. Because I know that Sigourney Weaver, uh, as professional as she is um, and as talented as she is, she just has a mean sweet tooth, yeah. I've heard. Yeah. Um, so well, when so she's she really in that... likes uh, candy apples. Right. That's so when she's in that vocal booth. You know she wants to get the job done, but if she gets hit with that sweet tooth, there's a team of people ready mm-hmm. to bring in you know uh, plates full of candy apples, uh, buckets full of them if need be. It just depends on the day. Yeah, and she will actually she has a talent to make it seem as if she's not eating them, um, but she typically doesn't use that. Usually she'll just kind of chew and talk at the same time. Um, so they didn't, they didn't really make an effort to get rid of that because they only had Sigourney Weaver for a short amount of time. But, um, you can actually hear her, you know, crunching into, uh, some candy apples while she's narrating over, uh, planet Earth, um, and it, it's not that much of a distraction. It just makes you crave a candy apple, really. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and, it, it, and it also makes you want to watch uh, the alien films. So, right, absolutely. Because um, so, Sigourney, um, we were, I mean, let's, she's just a national treasure. Yeah. Um, so maybe tonight uh, go out and get some candy apples and sit down and, and check out not only the nature uh, documentary, but also um, the alien films. Yeah. And it, it, it kind of gives you that augmented reality experience where if Sigourney is chewing and you're chewing at the same time, you sort of feel like you're sitting there in the vocal booth with her as yeah. she delivers her lines and reads off, you know, the cards in front right, of her. Right, right. Yeah. Yeah. So true. So true. Well, that's uh, Super Divorced. Don't Know Shit for this week. So uh, Invertebrates. Invertebrates edition. So... Now we're going to talk about comics, comic books. Or oh comic man! <laughs> and Bender's not here, so we're shit out yeah, of luck. So this is uh, this is Nick's, <laughs> Nick's, Nick's comic little, uh, corner. <laughs> well, you, I I believe that you can talk shop here. Um, yeah. I, I I yeah. And Dale, I'm sure you've read a uh, comic book. Yeah, hey, I've, I've I've read some, um, not to the extent of you though. So well i'm I've been very lazy with comics recently, so i I'm gonna have to go back a little bit or I can talk about things that I want to read that I'm not getting to right now um yeah, we could talk about stuff that uh um conceptually may never happen but we would like to see happen too um <coughs> We could talk about how it'd be great to see Superman and Batman develop some kind of uh sexual relationship. hmm Um Yeah. hmm We could talk about uh <laughs> 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 yeah, so so <laughs> How about how about a crossover where uh the wrestling universe collides with uh, comics? And See, maybe I can get into that. Maybe Superman has to uh square off against Lex Luger instead mm. of Lex Luthor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I think Lex Luger would be in trouble. You think so? I don't think so. One of them would be in deep trouble. If he had all of Lex Luthor's resources, but it was also the total package. <laughs> imagine imagine Lex Luger. In a kryptonite suit, giving Superman the torture rack. Right, but here's the thing. Lex Luger doesn't have the intellect that Lex Luthor has. (laughs) Lex Luger is kind of a a dolt, um, (laughs) in my opinion. Uh (laughs) So, he'd get in that suit, and he'd be looking at the the heads-up display, going, Uh, what what do i what do i do here i'm pissed now (laughs) and he he just he'd probably give up i feel like he'd give up before he ever even got to the fight because he couldn't figure out the suit what if he had someone to walk him through it (laughs) so maybe lex Luthor is still there yeah but he's talking lex luger Mm -hmm. through this yeah you think that's a cop-out no. What if he just left an instruction manual instead of the hands-on walkthrough? That could be. Yeah. Or maybe uh, maybe it's Lex, Luth- Lex Luger as Lex Luthor, mm-hmm. and then Roman Reigns taking on the role of Superman, because he could actually do the Superman punch. Right. Well, if you gave Reigns Superman's powers, and you gave Lex Luger lex luther's resources mm-hmm. i still think roman reigns is coming out on top of that battle i just don't think lex luger is gonna figure anything out i th- lex luger call in you know g- get in contact with us and and let me know i'm wrong you know tell Dennis, us how you would handle roman reigns as superman yeah lex, if you had if you're listening if you he's probably I, I know he is um, I just want him to prove that he's uh, that he has any intellect whatsoever because I think Lex Luger probably has a learning disability <laughs> a severe one um, <laughs> I'm pretty sure Lex Luger uh, this is totally serious I'm pretty sure that he is uh, he's deeply involved in several uh, in running several charity organizations Okay. so he might be a little more industrious than you than I'm giving him credit for like he might know how to deal with the business side of things and he might actually understand what the heads up display is telling him (laughs) so (laughs) I think you're wrong I really do I I think Lex Luger I am going to disagree with you I think he's a figurehead If he's running charities, I think he has many more talented people on his payroll that are running things than him. Just him alone. I can't picture him sitting in an office and taking care of all that by himself with any degree of skill or accuracy. I think if you saw a current Lex Luger, more like seasoned old man Lex Luger with reading glasses, that you might be able to picture him behind the desk... Lex Luger looks like if Lazarus was injected with a grow-up serum and he got in and it made him too old too fast. You know what I mean? He just looks like an old baby. Like an old toddler. He's got that wispy hair like yeah. Lazarus does. Yeah, he just I don't I don't dig Lex Luger. Lex Luger you know, you had your chance to prove me wrong, and then you wrote a book called *Wrestling with Demons*, and uh, you lost me. So, well, and every time he appears on the Seven Hundred Club, he loses me a little bit more. So, well, not that he ever had me, but <laughs> okay. Well, that's Comic Corner. I hope you enjoyed that <laughs> this evening. <laughs> Fuck Lex Luger and fuck Muhammad. (laughs) Fuck Jesus. They can all burn in hell. (laughs) Which isn't real, by the way. Next up, we got video games. Video games. Big big day this Tuesday. Huge day coming up. We got uh, Battlefront coming out. Yeah, for all the major next-gen consoles, GameCube and uh, PS2. Yeah. Um, also, I've been hearing rumors that Microsoft has a new system in the works. Oh, it's going to be called the Xbox. Mm. Which is kind of a stupid name. I yeah. Think. Yeah. Xbox. I mean, what is it? Looks like a box. I guess I, with an yeah. X on it. Right. They, they basically just stole GameCube. Yeah. It's a cube, and theirs is a box. Mm-hmm. Which one do you want to play on? Yeah. You know? yeah. Cube just sounds so much more sophisticated to mm-hmm. me. Yeah. Um, but in all seriousness, uh, Xbox comes out next, next month? Yeah. Okay. For Christmas. <laughs> just in time for Christmas. So <laughs> save up your bucks, and... Get out there and pick up the, uh, Star Wars game this yeah, Tuesday. For Xbox. Then you can play it a month from now when the system comes out. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get out of bullshit mode. I can't, I can't come back to reality. You know, they did that. As, as silly as what I just said sounds, uh, when the X-Bone came out... The Xbox They One. allowed people to buy, uh, I believe, what was it that year? Um... Whatever Call of Duty game it was, maybe it was Ghost. Mm hmm. Could have been. The first year that uh, the PS4 and the Xbox One were released. Ghost for uh, Xbox 360 and PS3 came out, but they also released the next gen versions on the same day. So you could pick those up, but you still had to wait, like two weeks to be able to play them <laughs> when the systems came out. Because the systems weren't there yet. Yeah, That's interesting. Buying hardware for a system that doesn't yet... that isn't yet available to you. Yeah. Interesting. Sounds like something the Call of Duty franchise would do. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'm super excited for Battlefront to come out on Tuesday for PS4 and Xbox One. I will be playing it on PS4. Mm-hmm. Um... I enjoyed the beta very much, mm-hmm. and I can't wait to play the other maps and game modes and everything. Mm-hmm. Um, the other big game that came out recently was Fallout 4. came out between... Wait, was that out during our last podcast? I think it came out on the 10th. No, yeah, it was just this past week, okay. so it would not have been out yet. So, came out between our last podcast and now, and... Uh, it seems to be getting very good press. Yeah. Um, as most Bethesda games do, there were. It seems like even the greatest games these days get these weird rumblings about you should be worried. It's going to be shitty. Yeah. You know, the, the graphics aren't up to snuff or something. You know. I don't know what it is, but it seems like there's a bunch of people trying to plant the seeds of dissent <clears throat> along the paths of these big you know, awesome AAA games, but, come on, it's Fallout, dude, you know, people are gonna, you're not gonna get a dud, No, after years and years of them working on it, you know, it might have some bugs here and there, but it's not like the Assassin's Creed franchise, where they're pumping out a game every year, and it's kind of hit and miss these days, where it's like, it's got, it's great (coughs) aspects, and other not so great ones, Bethesda will not put out a bad game. I feel like there should be uh, an option in Fallout. I don't know if it's something that you can do. Um, If you can't, I think you should be able to, but I feel like there should be an option where your character could um, maybe pick up a box of cookies and as you walk (laughs) through a deserted area you can start sprinkling them on the ground behind you Mm -hmm. and then hide. And then if you heard cookies crunching, then you would know that uh, an enemy is nearby. <laughs> Either because they're stepping on them or they actually bent down and started to eat them. I think that would be a good uh, move for the franchise. Well, yeah. So if they didn't include that, then maybe a modder, if any of you guys out there mod video games, then maybe you can make the Cookie Crunch mod for Fallout 4. And uh, you don't even have to credit me for that. That's such a satisfying phrase to say. Cookie Crunch. (laughs) The Cookie Crunch. Cookie Crunch. Yeah. The Cookie Crunch mod. Yeah. Um, It could become its own game. Yeah. Just a Cookie Crunch game. I feel like the Cookie Crunch something. (laughs) Cookie (laughs) Crunch revolution. (laughs) Cookie Crunch Resurrection. <laughs> you have to have a generic. Well, that'd be the, that'd be several title entries in right, the series. Right, you'd have yeah. to have Cookie Crunch 2, The Revenge, Cookie Crunch 3, Cookie S- Crunch Rising. <laughs> <laughs> I think, yeah, I think games will get to that point eventually where you can. It may not be built in for that specific reason, mm-hmm. but. Perhaps the environments and the things in them will become so sophisticated that, if you know a character is traveling a certain path, or maybe you feel like you're being followed, you could lay some some kind of trap down or something, mm-hmm. and kind of walk off into the distance, and you know listen closely for them, you know, to be following you. I I. I have no doubt games are going to get to that point eventually. Or if you're sharing a world with friends, then you might be able to use the kitchen uh, j- like a random house to prepare a meal and leave it for your friend because you know they're going to be stopping by. Mm-hmm. And their yeah. character could sit down and, and just have a nice little... Yeah. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That's why... I, yeah, I actually have my <clears throat> girlfriend is uh, supposed to pick up Fallout 4 for me and have it at our home this evening when I get back. So I I c can't wait to design my character. I've seen quite a few really, really good ones. Mm -hmm. I love the ugly ones. Mm -hmm. I've seen a Walter White one and I saw a comment on the Walter White one was like now we just need a Steve Buscemi (laughs) I'd really love to see somebody make one of those so Dale you playing anything right now?
1: You know, um, what I've been playing a lot of recently is, uh, I do know if you've ever heard of it, it's, the, it's this game called Roller Coaster Tycoon. Yes. I don't know if you've ever <laughs> heard of that one. Not. It's brand new. It's brand new. It just came out. Yeah. But, I've heard good things. Yeah. it's uh, Give it a shot. You know, mm-hmm. give it a shot. It's, uh, it's a fun game. <laughs> mm-hmm. No, uh, for real though, uh, me and uh, me and my roommates, we just were talking about how fun that game used to be mm-hmm. when we were like 10, 11 years old really it, was it, it was awesome <laughs> and we were like you yeah, know we haven't played it in so long so let's let's go find it let's order it and we uh we did we ordered a little package and all three of us have just been playing the shit out of roller coaster tycoon and it is if it's probably even more fun
0: now as an adult look well, i don't know if you know but they're making an updated version oh, of are it they? yeah see that's awesome yeah. i can't i didn't I can't. know that either yeah See, that, yep. I've, I've
1: been playing that game. It has nothing to do with current games at all, but yeah. <laughs> that's what I've been playing recently. It is, well, that's so. fine. Great time. We
0: acknowledge the classics around here. Yeah, yeah. it's a classic. Yeah. Well, we had the NES games going last night at the show, and that yeah. seemed to be yeah a big hit. And a lot of people... Uh, we had Friday the 13th in there working, and that got ripped out of there real quick yeah. <laughs> in favor of good games like yeah.
1: Mario 3. And Yeah, we played a lot of Mario 3 Gosh, was frustrating. Out. Though there
0: was some punch out going, a little bit of uh, regular Super Mario Brothers, the original. Um, yeah, it was just a fun time. But uh, uh, how about movies? We had some movies going last night. That's right. Mm-hmm. Had the Friday the Thirteenth series playing throughout the entire show. Yeah, it was pretty cool. I saw Kevin Bacon uh, get a get an arrow through his neck. And yeah. That was pretty cool. It's a nice effect. Yeah, it's clearly not his neck. <laughs> but we were quite <laughs> quite know? enthralled by the smoothness smoothness of his back. Of
1: Kevin <laughs> Bacon. Bob Kevin bacon. that you could slice
0: off a piece of Kevin Bacon's back and make yeah. bacon back ribs. Bacon back bacon. Yeah. You just slice a little piece off and throw it on the griddle, I think somebody said. Mm-hmm. But yeah, Kevin Bacon's back was very smooth, and uh. <laughs> do you think it's still that smooth now? I doubt it. It's just, there's nothing wrong with Kevin Bacon. I'm sure he's, you know, he's definitely hanging in there uh, age-wise, he's up there, but uh, he, he's looking okay for his age, but there's no way his back has remained that smooth, because it, it just takes its toll all those years of smoking and um, cocaine abuse and... Well, maybe he's done a good job of maintaining his back. It he could so have. to him. You would have to moisturize, moisturize, moisturize every day, you know. He would have to have a team of people following him around. Mm-hmm. Uh, every scene, you know, he finishes up and... The director says cut. He rips his shirt off, and they immediately apply moisturizer to his back, again and again and again. Sometimes up to 15 times. What if he per has? Hour. He might have like a, a pad that goes over his entire back that releases, uh, mm. moisturizer throughout the day, like <laughs> under his his shirt, under his clothes, so he doesn't have to do that. <laughs> that reminds me of David Duchovny's character in Zoolander. You remember that? No. You've never seen Zoolander. Not. Oh, my God. You haven't? No. He's wow. a... Cool. David Duchovny is a famous... A formerly famous hand model. Mm-hmm. And he has his hand in, like, a... In, like, a glass chamber <laughs> that just kind of stays on it at all times and keeps it perfect and kind of releases, <laughs> like you're talking about, releases moisturizers and, uh... Skin softeners and things. Nutrients. Yeah, nutrients for his his perfect skin. So, yeah, I think you were were hitting the nail right on the head with the Kevin Bacon back uh, smoothness. Um, Do I think that's what actually happens? No, I don't. I think Kevin Bacon has let himself go in the back area, and I think if he entered any uh, competitions like Men's Physique... He would find out real quick that, um, you know, not only has he let himself go, but by not maintaining his back health uh, for all these years, his back skin health, um, he will never be able to get that young, youthful, smooth back back again. (laughs) When you look at Kevin Bacon as a young man, uh, such as in the Friday the 13th movie, and he probably had a similar... Complexion on his back when he was uh, in Footloose. Right. But uh, you see such extravagance and perfection at that age, mm-hmm. and then you can imagine what he looks like now, and I can't help but think that it's a classic case of uh, the fall from grace. Yeah. And, you know, he's... Uh, right. He peaked very early on in his life and has been downhill ever since, <laughs> and... You don't know what you got till it's gone. Nothing gold can stay. That's just the way it is. (laughs) Goodbye. He can't go back. He can't go back to (laughs) having that back. No. (laughs) No. I heard he was originally going to be cast in Back to the Future as Marty McFly. Mm. Um, The... But he would just be turned away from the camera and shirtless the entire movie. <laughs> um, the entire plot's the exact same. But uh, a lot of people wonder. They're they they they're saying they need to get back to the future, but they really just need to get back to the present. Yeah. But they need to get Kevin Bacon's back to the future so that they can warn Kevin Bacon that his back health is going to go way out of whack going forward so that he can begin to take care of himself at a younger age. Yeah. Mhm. Back to the Future. <laughs> Starring Marty McFly. <laughs> Starring Marty McFly. <laughs> uh.
1: <laughs>
0: There's a big... Yeah. yeah. Big Back to the Future times recently. Oh, that? Yeah. yeah. I'm surprised that was as big as it was. There must be a lot of people in media and controlling the news that love Back to the Future because I didn't know it was still so relevant in today's culture. I mean, of course I love the Back to the Future movies, except for the second one because it scared me as a child. Um, I don't remember why. But I refused to watch Back to the Future 2 as a kid, and because of that, I've never seen it as an adult either. You I've seen should. one and three. That's it. You should see the second one. I I want to. Yeah. Well, I feel like we're uh, getting close to the end here. Why don't we do, since uh, we don't really have the user submitted thing going yet, mm-hmm. why don't we do some rapid fire uh, TT boys? Okay. Here. <laughs> okay. <A> little <laughs> rapid fire TT boys. To, yeah. Uh, play us out. To play us out and to uh, resurrect um, the happy-go-lucky version of the TT boys <laughs> restore from last some,
1: week. Restore some hope. Yeah. Rather
0: than uh, just going at the, from the top, I'm going to actually select these. Okay. So here we're going to start with, here's, the title is just Pornhub. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to spend about a minute apiece piece on each of these here so after i finish i'll start timing it and we can we can discuss it okay all right pornography website says it experienced traffic drop following the release of fallout 4 <laughs> <laughs> that makes sense that makes sense yeah. everybody they're they're busy playing fallout 4 either they're busy playing fallout 4 or busy masturbating to fallout 4 yeah and they do i don't be like the day. character creation screen yeah just oh, totally yeah, yeah. Yeah. Jacking off to it or masturbating, you know, I'm sure there's more than just male uh, traffic to Pornhub, but you gotta think it's probably predominantly male-driven, mm-hmm. but uh, yeah, you, when you're playing Fallout 4, you don't have time to crank it, I guess, mm-hmm. or you are cranking it to the game itself, mm-hmm. So or you're cranking it uh, just with without even thinking, just mindlessly... Getting it in, <laughs> right? Like you have your to. left hand's on the controller and your right hand's pulling your pud. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but it's not a, it's not really at all sexual. It's more just like a function. To, uh, <laughs> yeah, it just just get it happens. out of the way mm-hmm. and then you continue playing. Once you've busted your nut, then yeah. you you get in that hour long run of perfection, and then you kind of get the inkling to do it again. And Bloomingdale's. Department store chain apologizes for catalog ad. What's the, uh... What was yeah, wrong with the, the ad? Yeah, what's wrong with the ad? I don't know. Oh. Oh, yeah! They they had that ad with the, um... It was a baby dressed up in a, uh A white, pointy hood. Um, and I just don't know why you would advertise that as a, as a baby this Mm -hmm. baby's not even old enough to have an opinion yet and they're already pushing the white supremacy thing and I just I don't know why Bloomingdale's has to run racist ads like that because if they didn't you know I might actually go in there once in a while and see what they had but Mm -hmm. you know just taking a strong stance against all ethnic groups that aren't white I just can't get behind that. Walkman Video appears to show kids attempting to use dated cassette player for first time. Hmm. I don't see how it would be so hard. No. You put the tape in. Bullshit. I'm (laughs) I'm calling bullshit (laughs) bullshit on (laughs) that one. Yeah. Because not only is that stupid and bullshit that they wouldn't be able to figure it out, I've already seen that video on Reddit, and I called bullshit on it, like, several months back. I hate to be that Reddit guy who's like, I already saw it, and it's just now getting to Facebook, but... Yeah, I already saw it. It's dumb. It's just kids like, where do you put the tape in? It's like, it's very self-explanatory. <laughs> if it doesn't go slot. in the skinny way, you turn it around. And it goes in the fat way. I remember <laughs> using a cassette player when I was like four years old. Yeah. So. If if little kids can figure out smartphones, they can figure out cassette players. So I don't want to hear about this. Bullshit. It's absolute horse shit. Hershey, chocolate maker replaces artificial ingredient vanillin for real vanilla and products. Good. I think that's yeah. yeah. I good. Think that's good the for way them. to go. <laughs> step in the right direction. Yeah. Yeah. How recent was that? Uh it's it's trending right now, so I might have to go buy a Hershey bar after this and see <laughs> the I wonder difference. if there I wonder if there will be Hershey bar purists who will be offended by that, who will think, "Man, I really miss the fake vanilla. You know, this new real vanilla shit is terrible." Cuz remember, uh, remember, like, Pepsi throwback and, uh, uh the Mountain Dew throwback? Yeah. the real sugar? hmm That never seemed to take off that much. Well, they, they're still around. I know they're still around, but you don't see commercials <coughs> for them or anything. No. They're, they're kind of under-the-radar sodas. Yeah. So people, as long as it tastes good, people don't give a shit if it's yeah. real or not, honestly. I mean, I think we're starting to give more shits, but... Pastafarian, woman who identifies with group wins right to wear colander for driver's license photo. <laughs> I saw that. I enjoyed it. Hey, if we're going to do this bullshit about religious freedom all the time and bitch about, you know, people uh, discriminating supposedly against our beliefs, if you're a Satanist, if you're a pagan, if you're a pastafarian, if you're a Dudist... Mm-hmm. You should be able to do whatever the fuck you want in your license photo because any other religion you know, I gotta wear my burqa or I, I gotta have this on, I gotta do this shit if you you have to be an equal opportunity, you know, religious freedom, if you're gonna give one, you gotta give them all motherfucker, and they're finding that shit out and it's starting to piss people off. so Joey Boza, Ohio State defensive end, shoves Illinois lineman and makes tackle during Saturday game. <laughs> <laughs> no, sounds pretty bad. mundane to me. <laughs> yeah, sounds like football. Sounds yeah. like yeah, yeah sounds yeah. like how what How much happens. did Ohio
1: State win by today yeah. because
0: how how long has it been since they like, lost a game? Oh, let's see. He shoved somebody and made a tackle. Okay. <laughs> Sounds like something you could hear any time during any football game mm-hmm, ever. You know, Chrissy Teigen, model wears sheer lace top to a vent in West Hollywood. <laughs> That's one of those ones where I'll hit the X in the right-hand corner and say, this has, what is it? It's like, this is not interesting to me, or I don't want to see this. This is offensive, you know, and send it to Facebook and be like, I don't give a shit what. A celebrity is wearing. I don't even know who the fuck that is. Me neither. So, and I don't care. Yeah. Bunch of shit. Yep. Um, TT Boys. Commerce City, Colorado. Officer charged with felony in connection with his own shooting. (laughs) (laughs) Really? He's a self-hating cop. (laughs) He was mad. He's mad about all these police murders and killings of innocent, unarmed people, and so he shot himself. You don't want to be associated with that. Yeah. He's over it. And we'll wrap up here. Lexington, Kentucky. Program to allow parking tickets to be paid with canned goods donations. That's pretty cool. Instead of I money, like, you can yeah. give uh, canned food. Yeah, that is. I very, get behind that. That's very progressive for fucking Kentucky. Yeah. Where does the canned food go to, though? <laughs> just to the police <laughs> department. <laughs> <small> <laughs> <laughs> they I just take it back and it goes to like the guy running the uh, the toll booth. You know, <laughs> he, he just has a stockpile of like yams and and fucking baby corns and stuff.
1: Nick and I were considering buying yams for the show last night. I know, love I mean, yams. You went yeah, to Walmart and you're like, instead of instead of food and beer, let's just bring back some yams
0: for yeah. everybody just to <laughs> chow down yeah. on. Have a good time. It was the second time I had that thought because uh, right when you walk into Walmart, I had the same thought uh, like a day earlier. They just had this huge display of yams, mm-hmm. giant cans like you would see yeah. in uh, the, what was the show? Bag boy. Yeah. <laughs> My mom gets huge cans of yams. Yeah. Big. Uh, it's like a magenta colored mm-hmm. can. It's huge. And she uses two of them, and then she melts some uh, marshmallows on mm. top of them, and I I enjoy that. Well, it's going to be yam season. Oh yam yeah. Yam time coming up. So mm-hmm. everyone get ready for lots of yams. Yep pounding some yams and if you don't like sweet potatoes or if you didn't like them as a child and you haven't given them a shot as an adult I recommend it because I was in that boat I didn't like them as a kid not at all when I grew up I tried them and now they are one of my favorites I don't think I could separate mashed potatoes as I enjoyed them or just regular potatoes Mm -hmm. when I had sweet potatoes it just seemed off to me yeah because I felt like it should have been like a that texture should be like salty and buttery, you know, yeah. and, and have that mm-hmm. flavor, but then the sweetness was just always threw you turn off. me off. Yeah, I you know, didn't like it, but because if you wanted sweet, you would just go eat a fucking Twix bar, or yeah, and <laughs> you know, you didn't want it in your natural, but food. now you go back, uh, and actually, I, I would prepare a, a sweet potato the same way as a regular potato, mm-hmm. I enjoy putting salt and butter. Mm-hmm. On sweet potatoes. It, it, uh, yeah. I heard that salt actually makes the sweet potatoes sweeter. Interesting. Uh, to your taste buds. Oh. Something like well, that Well, you put combo. salt on a margarita, and that's when you get the salty sweets, yeah. you know. Uh, it's salty sweets, a great combination. Mm-hmm. Salted caramel. Salted ca- That's huge now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that's Could a big deal. Dash of salt on my sweet potatoes mm-hmm. at Thanksgiving this year. I'll mm-hmm. try yeah, it. I yeah, will. I'll try give it. that a shot too. Yeah, I'm do it. Open-minded to, to trying that. Do it. Do I won't. It. I won't be having marshmallows on my sweet potatoes this year though, because I've recently stopped eating meat. So, I don't want any of that animal bone shit in my <laughs> body. They so. make vegan marshmallows, and they're right. very good. I would have so to get you... some of those and ha- and request my mom put those on on my on my sweet potatoes. Well, uh <laughs> just want everyone to have a uh happy and safe Thanksgiving and um <laughs> Are we going to have a podcast before then? Yeah. <laughs> <We'll>... <laughs> <laughs> just an early Yeah, we're you know, yeah, putting there Thanksgiving in a few weeks and we'll yeah, say yeah, it again next week. <laughs> Enjoy your yams. Yep. Yeah. I don't know when fucking Thanksgiving is. I know it's, it's like the 3rd Thursday of November uh, or some horse shit. The 26th. Like yeah, 2 weeks from I guess
1: Thursday, Thursday
0: that just passed, so two weeks. Yeah. From. If I could sum up this show and I want to put my name out there. My name's Robert Sean Tallman Jr. You're a junior? Yes. I am too. I didn't My father's Robert Sean Tallman Sr. I'm Robert Sean <clears throat> Tallman Jr. And I'd like you all to know that I don't like Muhammad. <laughs> he can go fuck himself. <laughs> Terrorists, come and get me. We're not gonna stop. We're not gonna Nobody's ever gonna stop parodying parodying you or living their lives or making music or anything. We're just we're gonna keep going, we always do, and we everyone always will. You're not gonna change anything. Fuck yourselves, die. Fuck Muhammad. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for tuning in. we'll see you guys next week actually we'll see you on the video show we'll see you on the <laughs> bye Bye. see you on the obituaries <laughs> local man beheaded I just I wanted to I wanted to publicly call out these Islamic extremists and see if they actually kill me I think it'd be worth a shot to see if it's a social experiment <laughs> Happy Thanksgiving.